Thank you. I, I do have a couple of pictures that I'm going to wait at the end because sometimes when I screen share, I disappear. So at the end, I will try and show my pictures. Um, I'm Don Lee, compulsive eater, sugar addict, and very grateful to be here. And thank you to, um, it's the first time in my, this meeting and I'm really grateful to be here and appreciate being asked to share my story. Um, I first came to OA back in, I think, 82 or 83, 1982 or 83. And I actually did get abstinent and hung around for 10 years. And for reasons that are still somewhat of a mystery and somewhat of um, just accepting the fact that I have this disease, I decided I had to go out again for about 28-ish years. And found myself um, back again in about so it's um, it'll be two years coming up July that I will have been back and I am so 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 grateful for this recovery because a day at a time I don't have to eat anymore and my life was so consumed by food it's hard to imagine and it was consumed with the eating of food but also the effects of the food because I wore every single piece of food that I put in my mouth and when I got back to OA about a year ago July I was approximately 292 pounds 292 pounds was the last weight that was officially recorded and um, I don't think it was a lot different than that number, but it likely was somewhat different than that number. And I was petrified, literally petrified. And I still to this day can remember the moment in time when I was sitting in my car and it was, am I gonna trust God enough to go back to OA? That was literally the question that was in my head. And I realized I had no choice. I was either gonna die or I had to go back to OA. And I had, um, so at that point I'd lost my husband five years ago, five years before then. And, um, when he passed away, I really seriously thought I was going to die within a year. I lived my life as if I was going to die anytime now. And at, at the five-year mark, I realized I wasn't going to die. And so I realized I needed to find a way to live. And it had to be a way that I wasn't eating compulsively because um, I was at the point where I was, a, I, every time I took an airplane trip and I was back and forth geographically carrying myself by going from one side of the country to the other. I technically live in the East Coast and I've been in California for a year now, came out for two months and, and I'm still here for COVID reasons, but heading back shortly and um, fully vaccinated as of today. So I'm grateful for that. And um so I 
just the grace of God. It was absolutely God because left to my own devices, I would still be eating and I might be dead. But if I weren't dead, I would still be eating. And I'd probably be in a scooter by now because I probably wouldn't. People, oh, so I was talking about going on my airplane trips. And every single time I went on an airplane trip, I worried that they wouldn't have a seatbelt extender and that they would kick me off the plane. Every single time I had this amazing fear about that. I, I was a compulsive overeater from the get-go. There's stories of me um, eating this side of an event cake. Um, sorry if I shouldn't have said the word that word, but um, as, as like basically a toddler. As a toddler, I had started, um, so when they, when they presented it, there was this whole side apparently that I had um, taken all the stuff off of. And I just was overweight my entire life with the exception of when I was in OA the first time, I did lose weight that time as well. And I tried a myriad of things in between, before that, after that, you name it, I tried it. But the good news is that there's hope here. And um, I had just set my timer to go after five minutes because I didn't want to spend all my time in the bad news. The good news is that a day to time, you don't have to eat with God's help. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for that. Um, I basically am eating now the same way that I tried to eat a million times in my life. But now I really can't eat that way. A day at a time, I had to eliminate my binge foods. I had to eliminate sugar. Um, for me, I also had to eliminate fake desserts. Um, that doesn't work for me either. It's the same trigger. But um, I eat three healthy meals every single day. I nourish my body properly. That was something I totally had no clue how to do. No clue how to do. My meals were like enormous. And today they're just regular size meals. And I swear if someone were to follow me around, they would just think I was a normal eater until they realized that I wasn't eating. Because I think normal people don't eat a lot of those things either. Like it was in my imagination that people could eat all of these things. Regular size people don't eat these things either. I mean, that's how they stay regular size, I think. I don't know. But for me, I eat healthy meals. I nourish my body properly. I started out um, moving my body by making the goal of walking out the front door. Seriously, that is how little I could move easily. Walk out the front door. Second goal, walk out the front door, get past the driveway. So because my walk out the front door first thing was I would take the trash out. That's kind of like how I managed that goal. And then I, so get 
the end of the driveway where the trash cans were. And then I, I just started a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And my watch does keep track of my steps. And they used to be like a thousand, then two thousand, then three thousand. And now pretty much they're in the five, six thousand range, which for a lot of people still isn't much. But for me, it's huge. It's just huge. Enjoyable movement. So I ask myself, am I abstinent? So this is my 10th step. I do the A-E-I-O-U-Y 10th step. So am I abstinent? Do I have any issues with my food? Um, enjoyable movement. Some people call it exercise, but I, that word's not a good word for me. And then I, do I take care of myself? What meetings did I go to? Um, just anything self-care because self-care was low on my list of priorities and I really have to ask God for help to do my proper self-care so I pay attention to that then what have I done for others and um, I look at that and you what did I uncover that's the tricky part like am I judgmental yes often am I controlling yes often I mean looking at my character defects and asking God for help that I don't have to do that and then why is he a bee and that gratitude list and every day I try and do a gratitude list um, of at least three things that I am grateful for um sometimes I go to bed really early and I'm an early Person anyway, but if I'm having a really hard day, what I say to myself is if you go to bed absolutely, you're having a good day. And I just go to bed and I say, I can wake up tomorrow, and whatever tomorrow brings, I'm going to be better off as long as I go to bed absolutely. Because I just know how miserable it is to wake up the next day and have food, and I don't want to do that again. And so two things that um, I heard at meetings that are super important to me. One is every meal is a living amends to my body. And I just love that idea. And then the second um, thing is always to extend the heart and hand of OA to all who share my compulsion for this, I am responsible. And I really try very um, to be able to live that and live into that. Because in the big book, again and again and again, it talks about when all else been working with someone else is what kept them going. And that's the other part is that in the back of my mind somewhere is the fact that I did all this before and I ended up back out there again. But today I take hope in the big book there's person after person after person that died never having had a drink again and for today I hang on to that hope that I one day at a time by gluing one day to one day to one day I can also um, die an abstinent person and I actually have been around OA long enough that there are people from my first OA that did that. They died abstinently. And um, I've left. Thank you. And um, I think pretty much I've covered what, um, and I did here 10 to 15. So I'm going to show you a picture that I think is approximately my heaviest. 
and a picture that was taken in January. So I'm a little bit smaller than this picture, but, um, and hopefully I don't disappear. Hopefully this works. So this was then. And this is January. And I've lost about um, 122 pounds, um, which is, you know, important and not important at the same time because my insides are happy today, but I'm also happy that I can move and I can ride a bike and now, I haven't done much bike riding, but I did ride a bike, and that was huge. And I go for walks, and that's huge. And um, I won't have to miss out on vacations going forward. Uh, I won't be sitting at, in the car while people go off and do things. I can join people on things. And so with that, I'll pass. And thank you so much for letting me have this chance to share. Thank you, Donnelly. Uh, do you have a topic for our sharing and discussion today? Um, I guess hope and gratitude. Thanks. Can't go wrong with that. All right. And we will now have sharing. Group members are invited to share on hope and gratitude or anything else you'd like to discuss. We encourage you to focus your share on actions you are taking towards your recovery. Our timekeeper will assist you in keeping your share to three minutes. Nancy, would you like to continue as timekeeper? Sure. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Um, so that'll be a flat three and you're out. Nancy will not be shy in letting you know it's your time. In this meeting, we discourage crosstalk. Crosstalk is defined as commenting on, interrupting, or criticizing another person's share. Sharing ends at 11.55, the last five minutes of which will be reserved for newcomers, but newcomers may share at any time. In this meeting, the secretary calls on those who wish to share. Please raise your hand by going to the participants icon at the bottom of your screen in the old version of Zoom or in the new version, you can go to the reactions icon. If you're calling in by phone, you can use star nine to raise and lower your hand and star six to mute and unmute. When you're done sharing, please lower your hand. Please remember to mute your mic until you are called to share. And I am gonna take a peek and see if we have any hands up yet. I'm not seeing hands up yet. There, I see a hand. Thank you, Carrie. Please go ahead and unmute and share. All right, thank you. I'm Carrie, I'm a compulsive eater. And um, this is a, a wonderful meeting. I haven't been before, but this is, this is great. Um, and down at Donnelly, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know Donnelly really, really well, and I've gotten to watch her progress. Um, and Donnelly, just, I've just learned so much from you. Um, and, you know, learning about, I mean, the, the joys of riding a bike when you hadn't been able to before and just, you know, and I love the part about, you know, the first, first part of walking is 
go out the door. You know, that that's a really good, good way to start. And, and that's inspiring for me because, um, there's so many things and now I'm retired and I have time. It's like, well, then why am I not doing this? And it's like, um, you know, my goal is I'm going to walk 10,000 steps every day, but I haven't started. You know, So it's like, okay, walk out the door. Um, so I just get such inspiration from you. Um, and, you know, see, seeing the, the joy that you've had in this program or that you're in that you're still having and you're sharing and, um, so gratitude, I'm part of a small group that does a gratitude list every night. And we, we write down three um, things, <clears throat> things that we're grateful for. And we, it's a group text, three things we're grateful for. And then if we have a concern and it's, it's wonderful because we can, we can share in meetings, but we get to learn things about each other and what we're, you know, what, what somebody might be going through that they haven't shared um, at a, at a meeting. And um just you know getting the 